Dream to Reality Entertainment presents the Think Tank Podcast. Starring your host, he's a podcaster, photographer, filmographer, writer, conspiracy fascist, entrepreneur, explorer, color commentator, picky eater, beer ninja, secret agent, and the world's most influential humanoid, he is Ryan the Area Man. And now, coming to you pre-recorded from the very secretive D2R Studios, deep undercover in the world's deepest, darkest, most secure, Hadron Collider and Nuclear Bomb Tested and Approved Doomsday Bunker, here is Ryan the Area Man! What's up, Dave? Well, hello. Let's get right into this. Yeah, let's get right into um, the fucking things. Got a handful of topics, we'll see how far we get into them. Right. Okay. Um, the first one. NASA's Kepler Telescope discovered artificial alien megastructure. Really? Where? Yeah, I found this interesting. Let me read it to you. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> it says, uh, We've got some promising new discoveries coming from the NASA headquarters. Their Kepler telescope has come across a humongous artificial megastructure, which for now is suspected to have been built by an advanced alien civilization. <clears throat> the Kepler telescope doesn't just search for small, rocky worlds orbiting distant stars. It can also find numerous space phenomena, like star spots, stellar flares, and planetary rings, among others. However, this time it has stumbled across a signal of an alleged massive artificial structure orbiting a star just 1,500 light years away from Earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, compared to most, that's not that far. I no, mean, it's pretty close. Pretty fucking far, but it's not as far as most. Okay. Scientists have explored all scientific reasons and explanations and are now postulating that the massive megastructure is most likely an artificial construction built by an advanced alien civilization uh, way up on the Kardashev scale of comparison. How does this megastructure function? Well, similarly to a supersized solar array, it orbits its host star, stockpiling the energy it collects and sending it back to the source. What's more amazing is that the structure is so massive that as it orbits its host, it blocks a significant amount of starlight. So we're talking a fucking huge thing, okay? Whenever the Kepler telescope discovers an exoplanet, it's usually a typical planet-shaped round. But the structure it discovered this time isn't typical at all. It isn't round, and its behavior is peculiar. Um, The Journal Monthly notices of the Royal Astronomical Society received a paper on the subject in which a particular star named KIC 84628 Five two is described. Um, quote over the duration of the Kepler mission, that star that I just did the old letters and numbers for it was observed to undergo irregularly shaped, a, a periodic dips and flux down to below the twenty percent level. We never seen anything like this star. It was really weird. We thought it might be bad data or movement on the spacecraft, but everything checked out. The study was mostly about the two interesting anomalies spotted at that star. The first one was somewhere between Kepler's missions day 788 and 795, while the second one was between days 1510 to 1570. 
During the first anomaly, the telescope spotted a single transit causing the star brightness to decrease by 15%, while the second anomaly manifested as a burst of a couple of transits, resulting in a brightness drop of up to 22%. What's even more interesting is that such a decrease in the brightness of a star could have only been caused by an extremely massive object blocking its starlight. We know that our galaxy exists for over 13 billion years, so it's not a hard thing to believe in the existence of an alien civilization somewhere out there in the vast universe. And it's even more understandable that the civilization could have the technology it needs to build such structures around their stars. Jason Wright, astronomer from Penn State University, said in a statement for the Atlantic, aliens should always be the very last hypothesis you consider, but this looked like something you would expect on an alien civilization. Oh, and you would expect an alien civilization to build. Sorry. Do you have pictures? Uh, they they have some one of those generic fucking oh. silly pictures, but mm-hmm. um, no, the article's almost over. I think uh, after exhausting all other plausible scenarios, the researchers concluded that the anomaly is probably the result of a group of dormant comets recently disturbed by a nearby star. But their theory is somewhat shaky at best, so it wasn't long until other researchers started postulating their own theories. The main one being that the structure is a result of a super engineering project constructed by a Type 2 alien civilization on the Kardashev scale. Apparently, there's a scale for hmm. levels of. See, I didn't know that. Right, let's. I want to look that up real quick because that did interest me. I never knew that there was a scale, Kardashev scale. Okay. So there's different types of it. We'll, we'll go back to that as soon as this article is done. According to the Kardashev scale, this type of aliens are capable of using up all the available energy radiating from a star. By using a vast shallower series of rings around a star, they could destru- construct a Dyson sphere-like structure which would block out the star from sight and visible wavelengths. However, once the alien civilization uses up all the solar energy, it would be shifted to longer wavelengths and most likely lost as infrared radiation. These peculiar findings have perplexed the scientists who are now making efforts to point a radio antenna towards that star to understand this anomaly better. This will enable them to spot any artificial radio signals coming from the star and finally figure out if there's an intelligent Type 2 alien civilization just around the corner. It's pretty crazy, right? That's really crazy, dude. So, all right, Kardashev scale real quick here. Method of measuring a civilization's level of technological advancement based on the amount of energy a civilization is able to use for communication. The scale has three designations. Type 1 can use and store all the energy which reaches its planet from its parent star. Type 2 can harness the total energy of its planet's star. Um, Type 3 can control energy on the scale of its entire host galaxy. That's crazy. Whoa. The scale is hypothetical and regards energy consumption on a cosmic scale. It was proposed in 1964 by the Soviet astronomer Nikolai Kardashev. So are we a type 1 then? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, we're a type 1. So this would be a type 2. This is like a next level. Yeah, next level shit. Um, (coughs) That's pretty interesting. Yeah, Earth is type 1. I don't know. It's uh, so this could be uh, the first well, one of the first things like coming from NASA specifically that 
is talking actual talking alien about life like life? yeah that they've got or something that is uh, built not from like Big Bang or whatever, mm-hmm. but like uh, I want to say man made, but you know not man made, right, right. but like not God made. Yeah, like creature made. Like mm-hmm. it's pretty weird. That's crazy, dude. And when did they find that? Just recently? Yeah, this was not that long. This just came out a few days ago. Listener time, probably like a month and a half ago. But um, all right. And then, so that's that. I don't know if you have anything to discuss with that or about that. So how many light years away is it? 1,500. What does that compare out to miles? Eight point eight one seven nine E plus one five. That makes no sense. <laughs> so that's pretty fucking far, I would say. Well, eight plus fifteen is thirteen or twenty-three. So twenty-three, probably billion or trillion, something miles would be my guess. Oh, oh, what is it? One light year. Let's see. Multiply the number of seconds in one year by the number of miles or kilometers that light travels in one second. And there you have it. One light year, it's about 5.88 trillion miles. So, one light year is 5.88 trillion miles. So, you would do... 5.88 times 1,500. Let's see what my calculator says here. I'm sure this isn't a big enough calculator. 5.88... 5.88... What's 5.88 trillion times 1,500? It's 1.2 times 10 to the 16th power. Well, what I got was... So if you could... if I know this isn't a, a number, but if you could do 8,820 trillion miles... Mm-hmm. Obviously, thousand is oh. earlier than that. But if you could do so, what's after a trillion? <coughs> like, so you have million, billion, trillion. What number comes after nine hundred ninety-nine trillion? Here's what I found on the web for what number comes after nine hundred ninety-nine trillion. Quadrillion. Yeah, I was just right. say it's got So million, billion, trillion, quadrillion. Quintillion, sextillion, septillion, octillion, nonillion, decillion, undecillion, duodecillion, tradecillion, quatrodecillion. Jesus, it goes on forever. Yeah, well, it never ends. So basically, infinity. this particular thing is roughly eight quadrillion miles away. Almost nine quadrillion because it's eight point eight. Eight one seven nine. Yeah. So this is or is eight thousand eight hundred eight eight thousand eight hundred twenty. So eight quadrillion eight hundred and twenty trillion, and so on, fourth down to whatever. That's mm-hmm. a, it's a it's a long insane way. amount of weight. But compared to most things, in relation to where we're at, this isn't that far. I mean, it's far, but it's not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because like. That's that's crazy though. This is like going. It's 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 mind boggling. It really. is. It is. It's hard to fucking comprehend. All right. Here's the next thing. 
I don't have anything else about that. No, no, no. We're going to stay in space. Ooh, I like space. It's cold out there. I'm kind of cold now thinking about it. Here's the this headline, and this is a... I believe this is pretty recent, too. A boy from Mars says that all humans live eternally and people like us still live on Mars. That's the headline. Here's the article. Are you ready? Mm Mm-hmm. You're already skeptical. Yeah. But let me read it. A boy named Boris... We're not going to deal with the last name because it's like... 37 letters. Uh, he goes by Boriska, lives in the town of Zurinovsk of Russia's Volograd, uh, Volgograd region. He was born on January 11, 1996. Since he was four, he used to visit a well-known anomalous zone commonly referred to as Medvedetskaya Gryada, a mountain near the town. It seems that the boy needed to visit the zone regularly to fulfill his needs and energy. Don't discount it just yet. I'm not yet. I'm, I'm with you still. Boriska's parents, nice, educated, and hospitable people, were worried about their son's fascinating talents. They do not know how others will perceive Boriska when he grows up. They say that, or yeah, they say that they would be happy to consult an expert to know how to raise their wonder kind. Being a doctor, his mother could not help but notice that the baby boy could hold his head already in 15 days after his birth. That's virtually unheard of. Uh, like, hold it up. Mm-hmm. Um, he uttered the first word, Baba, when he was four months old and started to pronounce simple words soon afterwards. At one year and a half, he had no difficulties in reading newspaper headlines. At the age of two years, he started drawing and, lean- and learned how to paint six months later. When he turned two, he started going to a local kindergarten. Tutors immediately noticed the unusual boy, his uncommon quick-wittedness, language skills, and unique memory. However... His parents witnessed that Bariska acquired knowledge not only from the outer world, but through mysterious channels as well. They saw him reading unknown information from somewhere. Quote, no one has ever taught him, end quote, Bariska's mother said. Sometimes he would sit in a lotus position and start telling us detailed facts about Mars, planetary systems, and other civilizations, which really puzzled us, the woman said. How may a little boy know so much things space became the permanent theme of his stories when the boy turned two years old once he said he used to live on mars himself he says that the planet is inhabited now too although it lost its atmosphere after a mammoth catastrophe the martians live in underground cities bariska says the boy also says that he used to fly to earth for research purposes when he was a martian moreover he piloted a spaceship himself it took place in the time of the Lemurian civilization. He speaks about the fall of Lemuria as if it occurred yesterday. He says that Lemurians died because they ceased to develop themselves spiritually and broke the unity of the planet, of their planet. When his mother brought him a book entitled Whom We Originated From by Ernest Moldeshev, he got very excited about it. He spent a long time looking through the sketches of Lemurians, pictures of Tibetan pagodas, and then he told his parents of Lemurians and their culture for several hours nonstop. As he was talking, his mother noticed that Lemurians lived 70,000 years ago and they were 9 meters tall. How can you remember all this? The woman asked her son. Yes, I remember and nobody has told me what told me that. I saw it, Boriska replied. In Moldeshev's second book, In Search of the City of Gods, he looked through pictures for a long time and recollected a lot about pyramids and shrines. Then he claimed that people would not find ancient knowledge under the Great Pyramid of ships. The knowledge will be found under another pyramid which has not yet been discovered. 
The human life will change when the sphinx is opened. It has an opening mechanism somewhere behind the ear. I do not remember exactly, he said. Bariska is one of so-called indigo children. They start to appear on Earth as a token of the forthcoming grand transformation of the planet. Quote, No, I have no fear of death, for we live eternally. There was a cat catastrophe on Mars where I lived. People like us still live there. There was a nuclear war between them. Everything burnt down. Only some of them survived. They built shelters and created new weapons. All materials changed. Martians mostly breathe carbon dioxide. If they flew to our planet now, they would have to spend all the time standing next to pipes and breathing in fumes, Bariska said. If you are from Mars, do you need carbon dioxide? If I am in this body, I breathe oxygen. But you know it causes aging. Oxygen causes aging. Interesting. If you, you know, are buying into all this. Right. That's an interesting concept because who would think, we're told we need oxygen to live. What if oxygen's killing us? Like, once again, you have to break away from everything you've been told. Right, right. To try and understand this. This is where you ultimately open your mind to things that don't seem possible. Mm -hmm. Okay? I'll continue. Specialists ask the boy why man-made spacecraft often crash as they approach Mars. Martians transmit special signals to destroy stations containing harmful radiation, Bariska replied. The boy has deep knowledge of space and its dimensions. He is also aware of the structure of interplanetary UFOs. He talks about that like an expert, draws UFOs on slates, and explains the way they work. Here's one of his stories. It has six layers. The upper layer of solid metal accounts for 25%. The second layer of rubber, 30%. The third layer of metal, 30%. And the last layer with magnetic properties, 4%. If we give energy to the magnetic layer, spaceships will be able to fly across the universe. It's pretty weird coming from a fucking young kid to like kid, even yeah. come up with shit like yeah. this. Like whether it's legit or not, mm -hmm. it's pretty weird that I don't know. Uh, Boriska has a lot of difficulties with school. After an interview, he was taken to sec taken to the second grade, but soon they tried to get rid of him. He constantly interrupts teachers and says that they're wrong. Mm -hmm. Now mm -hmm. the boy has classes with a private tutor. Then there's a video we could watch, but we don't need to. But it's the kid's real, so is he one of these fucking troublemaker kids, or is he like is he an indigo child? Yeah, or you know, so he's basically I don't know. It's kind of interesting. How old is he now? He was born in '96. Yeah, so that would make him 11. No. In 2007. Oh, yeah, sorry. It's 21. Um, 21. No. Wow. And he's in Russia. Uh, yeah. But he he goes to this anomalous zone where there's, like, high energy or whatever yeah. and, like, sits Recharges. there. And like, yeah, it's kind of weird, too, like, that he does this. I don't know. I mean, this is one of those things that I find interesting that, Maybe complete bullshit, but what if? Mm -hmm. I always like that what if mm -hmm. question. And, uh, <coughs> I don't know, the fact that he. The Lemurian civilization, I don't know if I'd ever heard of it. It kind of sounds familiar, but it's very similar to yeah. Sumerian, so I kind of yeah. want to. No, I think we've talked about them before when we were looking up the inner earth, I think. Let's see. Yeah, an ancient civilization was existed prior to and during the time of Atlantis. 
Okay. Lemuria is the name of a hypothetical lost land variously located in the Indian and Pacific Oceans. The concept's 19th century origins are from attempts to account for discontinuities in biogeography. However, the concept of Lemuria has been rendered obsolete by modern theories of plate tectonics, although sunken continents do exist, like Zealandia in the Pacific, as well as Mauritia and the Kerguelen Plateau in the Indian Ocean. There is no known geological formation under the Indian Ocean, Indian or Pacific Oceans that corresponds to the hypothetical Lemuria. Though Lemuria is no longer considered a valid scientific hypothesis, it has been adopted by writers involved in the occult, as well as by some Tamil writers in India. Accounts of Lemuria differ, but all share a common belief that a continent existed in ancient times and sank beneath the ocean as a result of geological, often cataclysmic change, such as pole shift. Just weird that our poles can shift, like yeah. in you know, and it's happened supposedly if you like according to things. At one point, the South Pole was the North Pole. Mm-hmm. Isn't that weird? The planet just fucking shift, yeah. and how that would affect everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, the other thing, and I was thinking about this the other day, is you know they say At- Atlantis it just kind of like sunk into sunk. the ocean or right. whatever. What's this say it? sunk into the ocean what why couldn't it be the equivalent of all right at one point uh iraq the, the what's the main city in iraq no what, whatever the fuck baghdad? It is. No. baghdad okay let's go with baghdad at one point 40 years ago it was amazing like how it looked then saddam hussein and bombing the shit out of it and all that now it's fucking uh, it looks like a a zombie apocalypse right, happened there. Right. All right. Let's say Atlantis, however many hundreds or thousands of years ago, whatever, was there. They had advanced technology, like like whatever, and war. And it was completely like, what's to say it has to go to the bottom of the ocean or whatever? Why can't it just have been destroyed? And, you know, as time goes on, it's just... You, you'd come in and knock all the buildings down and rebuild or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, you know how they did? They tear down. Yeah, yeah. They could. You, what if you did that to an entire city? What if you went to New York, tore everything down, and then just left it, didn't rebuild? What's to say that didn't happen? I know it's it's so sexier to say that something, uh, some cataclysmic thing on the planet just made this thing go into the ocean or. Uh, a volcano or you know whatever and now we're searching for it but what if it's we if you literally stepped on every piece of land every little section of the whole planet that you weren't standing on it at some point what if it's still there like a garden of eden type thing Mm -hmm. you know what i mean where is it well you know i mean Continents, all that supposedly shifted if you go to the whole Pangea thing right, where it was right. all connected at one point. So because of plate tectonics and all this, I mean, you could hypothetically have the Atlantis theory where it sank, but then there's the other one where it could actually be another continent. What if it's, there. what's to say it's not where Ireland is now? That was Atlantis at one point. I mean, mm-hmm. how, you know... Yes, that's kind of a no, but it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Well, it's to say that it's not 
Like, it, what if it didn't just move? Yeah. Yeah. It's just... Uh, it shifted. Yeah. I mean, or, or what's to say it even existed, right. too. I mean, there's lots of options here, and, and there's really no proof beyond what Plato said. He's given the most description and concept of where it would be, or what, you know, through right. what he was told. It right. wasn't like he saw it, but... Right, he was told, just like we're told other shit. Yeah. Know? Anyways, going back to this kid... It's interesting. I mean, I, I don't know if you'd put a whole lot of money and time into researching, but if we're trying to figure out how to use energy, like the atmosphere's energy, to move a plane or a spaceship or something, rocket ship, yeah. Why not? I mean, why not go with this whole twenty-five percent metal, thirty percent rubber, twenty-five percent metal, four percent magnetic properties. And somehow, I don't know, I'm sure there's more to it than that, but... Yeah, there's got to be. I mean, this is obviously just a quick little snippet on... I mean, yes, it's a 21-year-old kid right now, but... So, I guess you could be... I don't know. Is he doing the reincarnation thing? Because, I mean, he, he was born by these two Russian people. They're not of this Martian descent, right? Yeah, see, it doesn't get into all that. Briska is one of so-called indigo children. They start to appear on Earth as a token of the forthcoming grand children. Yeah, I mean, so who are some other indigo children? Are there any others? I'm sure. Oh, dude, I've heard these are like hippies go around talking about how they're the indigo children and shit. I've heard of this, but I've I don't know. I mean, indigo children. Indigo children, according to a pseudoscientific New Age concept, are children who are believed to possess special, unusual, and sometimes supernatural traits or abilities. They are sometimes also referred to as crystal children or star children. The idea is based on concepts developed in the 1970s by Nancy Ann Tapp and further developed by Jan Tober and Lee Carroll. Name dropper. Yeah. the concept of indigo children gained popular interest with the publication of a series of books in the late 1990s and the release of several films in the following decade. A variety of books, conferences, and related materials have been created surrounding belief in the idea of indigo children and their nature and abilities. The interpretations of these beliefs range from their being the next stage in human evolution, in some cases possessing paranormal abilities such as telepathy, to the belief that they are more empathetic and creative than their peers. Although no scientific studies give credibility to the existence of indigo children or their traits, the phenomenon appears appeals appeals to some parents whose children have been diagnosed with learning disabilities and to parents seeking to believe that their children are special. Critics view this as a way for parents to avoid considering pediatric treatment for a psychiatric diagnosis. Uh, the list of traits used to describe the children has also been criticized for being vague enough to be applied to almost anyone, a form of the forer effect. Now, I don't know. What about these kids that are born and at one or two years old can fucking play like Mozart on the piano mm-hmm. with no training? They put a yeah. piano in front of them and they and just, just start go. playing it. Yeah. What is that? Because there's something to that. Either, like I've always thought, all right, so... Kind of go with the whole John Lear. Remember that wacky guy we talked about a while ago where he said, you know, you basically, you live this life, you die, and you're instantly reborn again 
in a new body. Uh, <coughs> you don't remember when we talked about this where he said, "Yeah, yeah, you're I constantly do. having, you're constantly being abducted, whether you know yeah, it or not." Yeah. Some people are. Some people, the ones that, that can be aware of it, right. but other, most everybody, most everybody else is unaware that they're being abducted, and you're being ab- abducted at different stages in your life, young, thirteen, and so on, mm-hmm. as necessary. But then it's one of these things like once you ascend to the next level, mm-hmm. but you have to live basically a perfect life. Mm-hmm. Remember, it was something like, yeah, like that, all yeah. this shit. So you just keep. But what is this, doing these it, kids, so. how in the fuck do you become, or how are you born with, oh, these people that, uh, what was that one kid said? Yeah, he, he died and then he knew uh, he was right murdered. Right where his plane crash was or yeah, whatever. Yeah, well, there was that and there was one where the kid was murdered and he took the people to where he was murdered and they found evidence and they caught yeah. the guy. Yeah. How the fuck does this happen? Yeah. The plane one's interesting. Uh, his plane crashed in the middle of a jungle or something like that. Nobody knew. And right. this kid's fucking talking about how he he flew, flew his plane or he got hit and he crashed in the spot. And then they actually sent, and there's a fucking plane right there. They yeah. didn't know it was there for 60 years. Yeah, it was a war thing. I remember that. How the fuck does a kid, you know, there's something odd there with that yeah. shit. I'd like, to, I'd like them to do, start researching this. I don't know how you would even go about researching it. But how do they know? How can a kid be born and two years old without having ever... And they always say this, and I don't know how true it is, but they always say, oh, we just put a piano in front of them, and all of a sudden they just played Beethoven or Mozart you or can't. whatever. You, you just can't do that. Has to be training. Yeah. But, but then again, at the age, at four years old, you shouldn't be able to play Mozart. Right. You shouldn't. And it's flawless. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Like, it's not like, ding, ding, you know... Yeah, if you've ever listened to Mozart, it's fucking yeah, it's difficult. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, it takes a lot of training. How does a four-year-old know how to do? It? Even if there is training from newborn to four, how are you able to do that? Yeah, athletic? they can't. They can't. Rec- or you know, they can't recognize or it. Read a book at two. This dude was fucking talking at one and a half. Yeah. What the fuck? Well, this kid was uh, started. No, started talking at was six months. Said the first words at six. Oh, months. Oh, six months. Right? I thought it was a year and a half. Yeah. Oh. Fifteen days, it's holding its head up. Yeah, that's most babies crazy. are, you know, can't yeah. hold their head up for yeah. months. Yeah, you know, it's it's weird. Like it is. Who are these kids that have these abilities that seem supernatural? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's it's kind of weird. And how do they get those supernatural deals? Exactly. And then how? Why is this not more talked about? Why are we not there? There's got because it, it doesn't fill the narrative somehow. Because it doesn't fill the narrative. Yeah, Why? Well, to me, there's if you actually looked into this, to me, there's a level of, um, for lack of a better term, magic that exists within our universe. That it's you know what I mean. There's there's got to be something to it. Well, I think well not only that, but look, they can't explain deja vu. Same kind of thing. I mean, yeah. It kind of to, to me it goes along the same lines of deja vu is kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, I experience it all the fucking time, dude, all the time. Yeah, and it's different things too. That, yeah, yeah, that trigger it. It's it's very strange, dude. What? Are, yeah. Well, didn't someone try to? Didn't they try to like explain how deja vu happens? Uh. Uh-uh. I thought I saw something about this. I know what deja. Let's see. See, that doesn't make sense to... 
how do you come across the exact same like and it always involves like something on TV the the irony behind deja vu happening is what's most interesting cuz like I, I don't know for you but if I've had deja vu I've had deja vu for things like four five six times it's not like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what this is saying, it, I don't know. I'll read this so people know what yeah, I Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that one. One explanation for deja vu is that there is a split-second delay in transferring information from one side of the brain to the other. One side of the brain would then get the information twice, once directly and once from the in-charge side. So the person would sense that the event had happened before. But here's the thing. If you have deja vu, but because you've had this deja vu two, three, four times... You remember having this deja vu mm-hmm. before? That isn't this. Right. You know right. what I mean? Right. I could see this if if you're not having a memory of having... You know what I mean? But it's, so it's kind of hard to explain because it's all in your brain. But mm-hmm. I can see how they would say this, but this doesn't explain the other piece yeah, of... Yeah, it happens more I more. am having deja vu, and I remember having this deja vu before like two years ago mm-hmm. but it's weird that it happens how could the same commercial be on tv when dave walks in the room and says this at this exact it, it it's an almost an impossibility right but yet it does it's weird mm-hmm. how does that happen they don't know See, they gotta know yeah. that a certain level Look on the bottom one what does it mean when you have a lot of deja vu okay it says, importantly for deja vu researchers, people with temporal lobe epilepsy often report having deja vu just before they have a seizure. This tells us that deja vu is probably linked to the temporal lobe of the brain. Um, this links back to the idea that deja vu might be caused by a strong feeling of familiarity. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh-oh. My broke-ass dog's hobbling Made his way down here. I don't know. That's uh, very weird. It is. So they're basically saying I'm having a seizure? Yeah, you got epilepsy, bro. You better get that shit checked out. But see, I don't, <laughs> I don't have that. I don't I know. just start fucking, um, you know, like, yeah, freaking out like a, a <laughs> retard or anything. I, don't, I mean, it doesn't happen... Constantly, but it, it does happen. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I'll have deja vu multiple times, and I'll remember that I've had it before. Right. So, I don't know. It's weird. All right, so here's our next topic, then, Dave. Um, retired Area 51 employee gets drunk in Vegas and tells the truth. Ooh. Are you curious? I'm very. Have I piqued your interest? All right. You've piqued my penis. Is that what you just said? <laughs> Yes, I've, I've peeked at your penis. After getting crunk in Las Vegas, a retired Area 51 employee makes some startling admissions. How long do you think it'll be until he mysteriously disappears? He's already gone. I'm sure. Uh, so this article, let me continue. If you needed any further proof about the shady practices at the world's most infamous facility where alien technology is developed and tested, you've got it. Just listen to this story coming from a retired Area 51 employee who got too drunk for his own safety and started spilling some highly sensitive beans. 
The story is told through the recollection of a vlogger, which is a video blogger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for those that don't know, who lived next door to a man who drank too much. The boozer had once held a position in the U.S. military, and during his involvement with Uncle Sam, he had seen some disturbing stuff at Area 51. That was probably the reason he started drinking in the first place. The vlogger was intrigued by his neighbor's past and always pestered him for information regarding aliens and UFOs, but the man always evaded his questions. Then one night, when the entire neighborhood was dark due to a power outage, the former Area 51 employee was drunk enough to stop caring about his vow not to divulge sensitive info. What does the power have to do with anything? The power was out. So it's, you'll see. Okay. I'm guessing it, he was, this guy's a drinker. Right, right. Got that. Power was out, so there was nothing going on, so maybe... They were all like kind Just of outside, outside and drinking, talking. That's all right. Uh, says okay. The vlogger and the military man were looking up at the night sky, and all of a sudden, uh, the it says the former says, but basically the drunk guy, military guy. Hey, you see Orion's belt? You see how you see how you see two stars that are straight, very parallel to each other, and there's a little star that's slightly adjacent to off to the left. Well, the bad aliens live on that adjacent star. That's what he says to the guy. According to his admission, the stereotypical gray aliens with bulbous heads and dark almond-shaped eyes are actually the good guys. The malevolent ones are tall, brown, and they smell. Sounds like a reptilian description, so the man's story checks out. <laughs> They're tall, brown, and they smell. Oh, that's reptile. <laughs> well, I, I, think, yeah, I don't know if the whole checks it's out. It's a big leap, yeah. But... Whatever. Um, when the vlogger asked how the aliens, good and bad, managed to bridge the immense gap between their worlds and ours, the military man told him their ships were advanced enough to generate power out of vacuum. The fabled zero-point energy that would solve all of our power needs is in the hands of extraterrestrials, and the government has been shaking hands with them for a long time. The UFOs seen by the former employee used that energy to power a device mounted at the front of their craft capable of warping space-time in such a manner that interstellar travel is achieved almost instantaneously. Whistleblowers like Bob Lazar have made public similar claims pertaining to the way E.T. travels, so there might be some truth behind this, the drunken admission of a man who's allegedly seen aliens and their machines. As for the vlogger who brought us the story, he said that in the event that government officials see his UFO video, he would very much like to remain alive. Now, now that the video has been seen more than 1.7 million times, there is a great chance that some men in black suits will come a-knocking on his door. So, is his actual vlog, like him and the dude talking, or is him just telling this story? Well, I was just going to look up the video that's linked to the thing. Since I'm reading the article from my phone, but we have YouTube pulled up here. We got the two use. That's drunk in Vegas tells the truth. Okay, so that looks like the video right here. It's only three minutes. I guess this one's four minutes. But none of these say 1.7 million views. Mm. So, but it looks the same as what's linked here. All right. Maybe it's been pulled off and then had to re be reposted. That could be. Hang on. Yeah, it's three three ten, three eleven. Okay, so it must be this one. Let's just play it and see, I guess. Yeah. 
it's the worst that could happen after this ad. Knock on the door. <laughs> yeah. There's one. Oh, it's only 131,000. All right. If you needed any further proof about the shady practices at the world's most infamous facility where alien technology is developed and tested, you've got it. Just listen to this story coming from a retired Area 51 employee who got too drunk for his own safety and started spilling some highly sensitive beans. The story is told through the recollection of a vlogger who lived next door to a man who drank too much. The boozer had once held a position in the U.S. military and during his involvement with Uncle Sam, he had seen some disturbing stuff at Area 51. It was probably the reason he started drinking in the first place. The vlogger was intrigued by his neighbor's past and always pestered him for information regarding aliens and UFOs but the man always evaded his questions. But then one night when the entire neighborhood was dark due to a power outage, the former so area one employee That's was drunk neighbor. enough to stop okay. caring about his vow not to divulge sensitive info. The vlogger and the military man were looking up at the night sky and all of a sudden, the former says, Hey, you see Orion's belt? So yeah, literally is you see how you see red. two stars that are straight, very parallel to each other and there's well, a little star a that's slightly adjacent to off to left. Well, the bad aliens live on that adjacent star. According to his admission, the stereotypical gray aliens with bulbous heads and dark, almond-shaped eyes are actually the good guys. The malevolent ones are tall, brown, and they smell. <laughs> Sounds like a reptilian description, yeah. so the man's story checks out. That's literally repeating everything. There's no reason to continue that. No. Because you've already heard the story. Yeah. Other than the pictures, that's the only thing I'm kind of curious about. So, but it's kind supposedly of uh, Bill Clinton talks about it right there in the side one there. No, that's bullshit. Anonymous alien censored revealed NASA 2017. Anonymous is usually pretty right on, aren't they? Yeah, I mean you can uh, watch that if you want. This uh, Bill Clinton has never fucking uh, he. He was very curious about it, but then he never got anywhere with any of his. At least he says he never got anywhere, so I don't... Yeah, that's a cool clickbait, one. I think. It all is, man. Man uses drones to expose one of America's well, biggest secrets. Well, quit looking at it. And it went, uh, <laughs> you, went, you know what I mean? Yeah. But that's the thing. They've got those videos on the side, and you're just like, next thing you know, five hours later, yeah. you're in deep. And you, know? you still don't know anything. Hey, there's the actual video of the vlogger guy. I wonder what he vlogs about. Probably nothing important. Where was that? He scrolled down a little more. He had like... Yeah, right there. And then disclosure in my conversation with an area. But you want to play part one. Down more. Two more down. That's him there too. What's the original? It still doesn't have one point... Whatever the fuck he said. 1.7? Ooh, held at gunpoint. Camel dudes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen those before. That's some pretty crazy shit. All right, let's move on to the next thing. Yeah, what's your next thing? Because uh, who knows? You know, what I mean? we'll be there for ever and a day. <clears throat> this also pertains to uh, NASA Project Lucifer, the strangest conspiracy involving NASA. Never even heard that one. Saddle up! It's time for an awesome conspiracy theory. If you're a fan of science fiction, you know about Arthur C. Clarke's 
and Stanley Kubrick's semi-novel, or semi-novel, seminal novel series, 2001, A Space Odyssey. I know the semi-novel. I know it. (laughs) Semi-novel. Well, I saw novel and semi, and I put them together, together, and it's like, god damn it, I know that's not right. In the second installment, 2010, Odyssey 2, the alien monolith that was orbiting Jupiter replicates itself and begins condensing the gas giant, eventually transforming it into a smaller sun. This process turns the former planet's moons into habitable worlds suitable for life. The people of Earth consequently named the second sun in the sky Lucifer. Without getting too ecclesiastic, the term Lucifer comes from Latin and literally means light-bringing, fitting name for the solar system's new star. Most of us regard this concept as nothing more than science fiction and nigh impossible to achieve with our current level of technology. But a number of conspiracy theorists not only believe it possible, they actually claim this is one of NASA's ongoing projects. Here's why. Jupiter has been called a failed star in the sense that if it had more mass, it could have started nuclear fusion and effectively become a star. Wait, aren't planets stars anyways? No. I thought they were. Stars are fire, balls of fire. Okay, yeah. Planets are planets. Yeah, I guess. Gas or... You know, like what we're on, supposedly. You know, solid, whatever. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Um, And then it goes on. And unfortunately, astrophysicists calculated it would have needed to be 75 times more massive in order to do so. Conspiracy theorists believe this mass deficit would be corrected with the addition of nuclear fuel that could jumpstart the process of nuclear fusion. Enter NASA's space probes Galileo, Cassini, Voyager, and the rest. Planet Jupiter from, uh, oh, sorry. It's a picture. I was reading a caption of a picture. It's uh, Planet (laughs) Jupiter. Uh, In order for these space probes to work, they need a reliable fuel source such as solar energy. Jesus Christ. They need a reliable fuel source as solar energy becomes difficult to catch once you get past the orbit of Mars. Therefore, NASA equipped its probes with an energy source called an RTG, short for radio radio isotope thermoelectric generator. Big words. Yeah. It's like straight on the semi-novel. Radio isotope (laughs) thermoelectric generator. That's RTG. The radioactive decay of the plutonium-238 pellets contained in an RTG steadily produces electricity that powers the probe. For example, the Galileo space probe contained two RTGs, each carrying 17 pounds of plutonium-238. What would happen if this payload were detonated inside Jupiter? Well, nothing, or at least nothing observable. In 2003, Galileo, Galileo was deliberately crashed into Jupiter's atmosphere. NASA followed this approach because they feared crashing it into one of Jupiter's sol- solid moons carried the risk of contamination with terrestrial bacteria. Conspiracy theorists saw this venture as an expression of Project Lucifer. They feared that as Galileo fell through Jupiter's dense atmosphere, the pressure would have steadily increased, causing the plutonium and the RTGs to trigger a thermonuclear <laughs> reaction, birthing the new sun. It's been almost 12 years since Galileo was buried in the heart of the gaseous planet, and nothing's happened. There is no second sun on our sky, so we're in the clear, right? Not exactly. There's another gas giant in our solar system, Saturn, and it's not much smaller than Jupiter. And there's another probe orbiting Saturn, the Cassini space probe, and it's equipped with 73 pounds of plutonium-238, and it's still orbiting Saturn. 
un- until commanded otherwise by NASA. So are we in danger? Physics says no. Even if every atom of plutonium aboard the space probe would participate in a nuclear detonation, it would be enough. It wouldn't be enough to start a chain reaction. It would be like a drop of water in a swimming pool. Harmless. Our technology would need to steadily advance for hundreds, if not thousands of years before we could reach the capability of star formation. And even if such technology would be available today, why would we need a second sun? Our own functions perfectly, even with massive UFOs stealing its energy once in a while. If one of the gas giants were to suddenly become a star, it would be most likely... It would most likely disrupt the delicate balance of our solar system. Its gravitational pull would tug on the asteroids between Mars and Jupiter, undoubtedly sending some of them our way. So why did this conspiracy theory gain traction? It must be our our fascination with doomsday scenarios. What do you think? So why would we need? I mean, I know they talk about how the the sun's gonna like go out at some point, supposedly billions of years away. Yeah. So there's no reason for them to want to create another sun. Unless they're thinking about starting a new world. Well, with all this, how oh, we're trying to go to Mars, we're trying right. to whatever. I keep seeing all this stuff a lot lately about NASA's going to come out that we're in contact with aliens. Right. And shit. Right. Like, it's more and more, I, like, it's increased how often you see that. But why haven't they? Why do they keep saying they're going to if they haven't actually done it? And see, that's the weird part, because just do it then. Yeah. Quit teasing it or, or is it these other people that are just putting those stories out there as part of this whole fake news thing like it could be just fucking do it if you're gonna do it or if you're not gonna do it then why are we spreading this nonsense mm-hmm. I that's the part i don't get like well where, who's saying it like where is it coming from articles from like anonymous and things like that like where the fuck are they getting it right here look we'll go to anonymous's website it's them there's there's several that are doing this Anonymous. Let's see. I don't remember what it was, but it's not. That's it. not it. All right, we'll Google it. Ain't unofficial. I can't ever remember that. I don't know. We had the conversation all the time. All right. Um. So we're already back to May. Then maybe they're older. Things are just getting re-circulated through Facebook. Because right. that's usually where I see it. I follow Anonymous. I follow a handful of other websites. But they keep putting out, this is the year everything must change. Message for humanity and all this stuff. Here. I actually have one right here. Did you read it? Or did you listen to the message to all of humanity? One and two? No, not yet. Uh, so I have this one, anonymous mission for all citizens of the world. Where's that on there? Let's see, this article was... Here. Let's read this one. This this right up your alley, Dave. You like this kind of stuff. <laughs> Anonymous message for all citizens of the world. It's weird because it doesn't have like a date on here when this was posted. I wonder if we can search anonymous. Well, there's a a search. Scroll down a little bit to your right. That's a 
I don't think that's for the website, though. Uh, I don't know. I thought it would be. Citizens of the world. Okay, anyways. <clears throat> Anonymous message for us. So I bet you probably watched the video, and it's probably them and their computerized voice reading mm-hmm. it. I'll just read it. Um, message for all citizens of the world. Flat Earth, why it won't go away. Yes, you read correctly. Flat Earth. You may have seen or heard numerous videos and news articles on this seemingly ridiculous subject. What we are about to tell you will question a lifetime of indoctrination by the education system, local government, NASA, and the global elites. Oh, so now it's it's literally telling you to go f- fucking video. So let me Google it. Can you send yourself that link, like in an email? Probably. We could probably also plug in the thing right to the phone, but anonymous message to all for all sorry citizens I think it's this one four minutes long Slaves of the world. For the past two years, a seemingly crazy group of people called Flat Earthers have been growing in large quantities. I assure you that there is a reason for this. If the Flat Earth theory did not have any merit, it would not have lasted more than a month on the web. Now, evidence for the flat and motionless Earth seems to pop up every day, along with more people waking up to the facts and not the pseudoscience that we've all been force fed our whole lives. The issue is that 90% of Earth's population or more are still in a deep slumber, and refuse to do any thinking for themselves. They'd rather kneel down to whatever self-proclaimed authority is in place and blindly follow them into intentional misunderstanding and ignorance. Everything you think you know about the universe is a lie. Fantastic theories passed off as factual information. Gravity is nothing more than a scapegoat to explain why you're able to travel hundreds of thousands of miles per hour on a spinning ball without falling off. The funny thing is that motion has never once been detected in all the time that we've been here on Earth. Curvature has not been measured either. NASA receives billions of tax dollars each year, and all they have to show for it is composite images that look like cartoons. The six lunar landings that were purported to have taken place between 1969 and 1972 were intended to reinforce the belief of living on a spinning ball. Now, in 2016, most people have been so dumbed down, that even though there is zero proof for a globe Earth, they still happily accept the lie, and relentlessly attack anyone who says different. The reality of the matter is that, we cannot leave the Earth because we are enclosed by the firmament. The implications of this are astounding to say the least, a nearly one-sided spiritual battle, is being waged against a clueless general public that has been taught that Earth and all life is the result of a cosmic accident that led to humans evolving from ape-like creatures over millions of years. The reason that they want us to think these nonsensical ideas is because the total opposite is what is actually true. We are of divine origin and have a basis for being here. Unfortunately, 
many people are heavily under the influence of the mainstream media and will forever be suffering from cognitive dissonance. If that isn't the case, then the Tavistock Institute has successfully trained them not to care through music, movies and TV shows. The thoughts that you think are your own are manufactured for you. Your opinions are formed by psychos with an agenda to enslave humanity and put a stranglehold on the world as a whole. Pay attention and wake up to the flat earth conspiracy today and watch as their power over you becomes dust in the wind. Watch closely as they try to convince us that aliens are real and the 500 year plan of the Freemasons and the Jesuit Brotherhood comes to fruition. We are getting closer to the final deception every day. The question is, will enough of us be awake when the time comes? Yeah, I kind of want to see that top one. It's weird, right? I mean, it does make sense. Why does it stick around so yeah. long if it's yeah. complete and utter bullshit? If it's complete and utter bullshit, people just dismiss it. Yeah, it's gone. The fuck on. Yeah. It's been around because we covered it a year ago. Yeah, or more. It's been a while. You know. And that, and then already been going for a while at that point. Mm-hmm. So what are we on? Two, three years, four years, ten, maybe even longer. Yeah, you know, I don't know. You just keep pushing it out there, though. So you want to see this top one? The best flat yeah. Earth video. All people, hundred percent proof Earth is flat. Yeah, I just will watch it. Let's have a look. See, <laughs> fuck your advertising. Yeah, there's so many of them, man. There's tons of videos. I don't know. Yeah, and the problem is we don't know who's good and who's not, you know. Right. Well, we'll watch some of this and we'll judge it and see how it... About two years ago, in late 2014, early 2015, I was exposed to the Flat Earth Theory. Though at the time I was intrigued by the idea, I still thought it was impossible. I kept looking at it anyway. Some things I laughed at, some things made me think to myself, hmm... That actually makes sense. So from January 2015 to October 2015, it became an everyday thing for me to wake up, get my coffee, and then sit down and look at the Flat Earth Theory. At least that's what I used to call it, Flat Earth Theory. After 10 months of examining the information available and also figuring out other things on my own, it became quite clear that the Flat Earth is the truth. Do we know the exact layout of the Flat Earth? No but I still believe that the Gleason's map is possibly the real deal, but I'm not certain. One thing I know for sure is that no one has debunked it. It's only been denied by people who can't adequately show why it doesn't work. To me, it makes sense that Gleason's map is accurate because it easily converts into the globe model, and that's how this deception started. They just turned the accurate flat map into a globe and said, this is where you live. And many people say the Gleason's map is just a flat representation of the globe, which is wrong. If you look at the bottom corners of the map, it clearly states that the sun moves in circles around the tropics, meaning that the creator of the map knew that the earth didn't move. But also, Alexander Gleason wrote a book called Is the Bible from Heaven? Is the Earth a Globe? And you can easily see for yourself in the book Mm -hmm. that he is a flat earther. Now, the thing is that his map wasn't released until 1892. But the flat earth map, now called the Azimuthal Equidistant map, has been around since about the year 1000, possibly earlier. 
That's older than the oldest known globe on Earth, which comes from 1492. And that's actually around the time that this whole deception started. It was during the lifetime of Copernicus and around the time of the creation of the Jesuits. We don't know all the exact details because we know that history has been rewritten time and time again to benefit those who have put themselves in charge. But if you are honest with yourself, you can see clearly that this heliocentric globe-earth deception began around 500 years ago. Anyway, back to the maps. Let's just say for a minute that flat-earthers don't have a good map. Well, either do globe-earthers. Check this out. How many of you have ever seen a map that looked like this before? How many of you have ever seen this map? Seen that map? Yeah. Isn't this the map that you use K through 16 in the United States of America? Now, folks, look at this map. According to your, so, to your social studies teacher, what is the equator? Right An imaginary line where? Yeah. Around the center of the Earth. Then if, if this map is correct, then the equator must be here, and Chicago has a tropical climate. Now, folks, this is the map that we use in the schools. Look where the United States is in the middle of the world, right? Now, here's the USSR, which is no more, of course, Mongolia, China, Africa, uh, India, Pakistan, Afghanistan. Now, look over here. USSR, Mongolia, China, India, Pakistan, Afghanistan. Twindy is here. We have two Indias. Did you know that? Now, people, this is a flat-out lie. Look at the size of Greenland and the size of South America. According to your social studies teachers, what were continents? Largest land masses on the face of the earth, right? Now, do you know the continents? Africa, Asia, Australia, Antarctica, Europe, North America, and South America. Did I say Greenland? Well, Greenland isn't a continent, but it's a huge land mass according to this map, right? The map is a flat-out lie, people. If you read the legend on the map, here it says, in fact, South America is actually nine times larger than Greenland. Are you saying the map is wrong? Oh, dear, yes. Uh, look at Greenland. Okay. Now look at Africa. Okay. The two land masses appear to be roughly the same size. Yes. Would it blow your mind if I told you that Africa is, in reality, 14 times larger? Yes. Here we have Europe drawn considerably larger than South America. When it's 6.9 million square miles, South America is almost double the size of Europe's 3.8 million. Alaska appears three times as large as Mexico, when Mexico is larger by 0.1 million square miles. Germany appears in the middle of the map when it's in the northernmost quarter of the Earth. Wait, wait. Relative size is one thing, but you're telling me that Germany isn't where we think it is? Nothing's where you think it is. Where is it? I'm glad you asked. Not only things like that, hmm. but NASA can't even make the same layout twice for some reason. Notice in these official NASA <laughs> images that the layout of the Earth is never the same. Uh -huh. In 2002, North America is this size. In 2012, it's this size. And in 2015, it's yet again a totally different size than both of those but the fact of the matter is hmm. none of these pictures are real anyway NASA employee Rob Simmon has gone on record saying that the earth is photoshopped because it has to be it is photoshopped but it's it's has to be there's artistry to creating the world what I imagine it to be um, unfortunately I'm not an astronaut <laughs> I've never been to space now, why don't we have any pictures of the Earth? It's 2017, and you think this is normal? Maybe because we can't leave the Earth, just like in the Flat Earth model, which has a sky barrier known as the firmament or the dome? 
NASA tries to be clever and say that we can't leave the Earth due to the Van Allen radiation belt. Right now, we only can fly in Earth orbit. That's the farthest that we can go. And this new system that we're building is going to allow us to go beyond and hopefully take humans into the solar system to explore. So the moon, Mars, asteroids, there's a lot of destinations that we could go to, and we're building these building block components in order to allow us to do that eventually. So hold on. The kinds of technologies that we're testing out on... So that, whoever these people are on these spaceships right now, flat out just said we've never been to the moon. And NASA kind of in a roundabout way has said that also because they said we can't get out of the... Mm-hmm. So Basically. So we've never been to the moon. This is the International Space Station where this particular video, right right now this part okay, of the video yeah, is being, yeah. supposedly. Yeah. If that's really there. I mean, right. I don't know, dude, like... Let's keep watching and see what else they say. Yeah. On Space Station are definitely helping us with our goals of going beyond low Earth orbit. But if you're smart, you know that this is a cover for the dome. We can't leave Earth, people. I mean, Bill Nye the Science Guy even tells you this straight up. Well, one thing I really want your generation to embrace is that the Earth is a closed system. We cannot leave the Earth. One thing I really want your generation to embrace is that the Earth is a closed system. We cannot leave the Earth. And you still argue Hmm. otherwise. Not that we need Bill Nye to figure this out, because we don't. He's a paid-for liar. But they put the truth out so later when it becomes too much to bear, they can just say, well, we've been telling you the whole time. But you act like you don't hear it, and you just make excuses for why they say these things, and it's ridiculous. You can observe for yourself that water does not curve. And this is funny. People will say that raindrops prove that water does curve. But have you ever seen a gallon of water in the form of a sphere? Let alone 326 quintillion gallons of water? Well, at least that's how much water they tell us is on Earth. Should we believe them? Probably not. But we do know that it's a lot of water. Either way, you've never seen any experiment show that a good amount of water can curve or take the shape of a sphere. So your raindrop argument doesn't work. If you actually take the time to look into the flat Earth and all of its angles, it becomes 100% crystal clear that we do not live on a spinning ball flying through infinite space. Some folks say that it would be impossible to be nighttime and daytime on a flat earth at the same time. But if you actually looked, then you would know that it's completely possible. Because the sun is closer and smaller. Here's a video from an Alaskan cruise. Uh, You probably wouldn't believe this if we didn't show you. Here's on our balcony. It's about 10 o'clock at night. It's almost dark. It's amazing. You can see the moon shining and reflecting brilliantly on the water. But then as you pan to the left, it's actually still daylight over here. And the sunset. Look at that beauty. And it won't ever completely settle over there. It will stay light. You should be able to do that while you're in your cruise, maybe. No, we're not going to Alaska. day and night at the same time, just in that area alone. 
Of course it would so be possible. Be, right. Well, on a bigger... So if they're on Alaskan cruise, you look at where Alaska's at, mm-hmm. sun, and where the moon is, I mean... Scale. Kind of a... Now, this brings me to the division that flat wonder. Earth has caused among the so-called truth community. A lot of people that suffer heavily from cognitive dissonance say that the flat Earth information is a psyop, and it only serves to divide us and discredit those of us that see the information as correct. But this is not true. It's only an excuse for cowards that are scared of the information for one reason or another. Some people don't want to accept the flat earth because of the implications of a creator. Some people can't accept it because of the mental conditioning coming from schools and television that they have been dealing with their whole life. Whatever the reason, I can understand up to a certain extent. But if you have really dove into the flat earth info, and I mean really dove into it, Like, you let go of your preconceived notions of what the Earth is, and you examined it unbiasedly, there's no way, no way that you would come back thinking that the Earth is a spinning ball. You may come to the conclusion that you honestly just don't know, or you may be 100% sure that the Earth is indeed flat, but you would never accept the heliocentric model of the universe after genuinely looking into the flat earth for a good amount of time which leads me to my next point about the division that flat earth has caused because it has caused division what the flat earth has done is divide the real truth seekers from the run of the mill people that don't know the truth when it slaps them in the face the flat earthers that I interact with are the most logical down to earth people that I know and they have amazing sense and excellent intuition Don't get me wrong, there are people that are imitating flat earthers and they pretend to be absolutely batshit crazy in order Mm -hmm. to discredit the flat earth. And there's most likely genuinely crazy people that are flat earthers. Or at least they come off as crazy, so it's not good for the flat earth cause. But that's to be expected. There's some very crazy people in this world, flat earthers or not. So anyway, what gets me is people that claim Flat Earth is a complete psyop and it's bullshit, like Zachary K. Hubbard, for instance. The dude hates Flat Earth so much and thinks it's stupid that we debate the shape of the Earth while it's quote-unquote on fire. The Flat Earth theory, which has been pushed on the truth community for going on two years, is a psychological operation that has three purposes. To distract us from things that are important. For example, we live on Earth. It doesn't matter what shape Earth is. Earth is on fire. And for all of you who've made it your priority to argue what shape the Earth is while the Earth is on fire, just think about what you're doing. Why are we debating the Earth while the Earth is on fire, he says. Yet he has no problem making videos about what he eats for breakfast. Hey, true seekers, welcome back. Zach here. A lot of people ask me, what do I eat for breakfast? What the fuck? So, why why are we not talking about the earth being on fire? What the fuck are you talking about? I'm a routine guy. I eat the same thing almost every single day, and this is just how I make it. I normally and have for those of you who can't see, it's a big cock. He eats a lot of protein. He eats dick. Regular oats, but I make it just like this. Chops just it up, put some cheese on it. From the, uh, Straight up dick. <laughs> That's what, literally the question you just asked, Dave. Yeah. If the earth is on fire, why would you waste time telling us about what you eat for breakfast? 
I mean, yeah, it's got your results back. And, uh, uh, I'm sorry, but the test was positive. I love that guy. You're a basic bitch. The guy has to be one of the biggest <laughs> idiots on YouTube, and he has been caught lying several times. Yes, I gave him a shout in my Pizzagate video, but that's before I even started watching him. I mean, that was the, the only video I seen from him at that point was one Pizzagate video. And I thought the information was good. But his channel is about how sports are rigged, and you can tell by using Gematria on the games, dates, players, and whatnot. But he has never had it right anyway. He had the Giants and the Colts for this year's Super Bowl based on that information. And well, neither of them are even in the running anymore. But that's, that's when he picks more teams and plays like that's what he was saying the whole time. He does it all the time. Each and every time. I never heard Sorry, of this I'm guy. getting a little carried away mm-hmm. on Zach. But he's the perfect example of a fake-ass truth seeker, and he only serves as confirmation bias for others that don't want nothing to do with Flat Earth for whatever reason. And I'll give you another example. What is Real is a YouTube channel that doesn't like Flat Earth. I've spoke with him before, and he just can't accept it. He says he hates it. Here he is on one of Zachary's videos expressing how the Flat Earth makes him sick. First off, emotions don't have a place in the truth movement. Second, when anyone makes an anti-Flat Earth video, he's on it, ready to support. Because it's reinforcing his belief in the spinning ball Earth, which is all he wants to hear. He wants to hear what he already believes. He doesn't want to hear the truth. He doesn't want to accept the truth. Not what the actual truth is. Now, people like that don't belong in the truth movement. Therefore, the division is okay by me. Flat Earth has given me good reason to pay attention to people. It's simple, really. If they are Flat Earthers, then they have the ability to overcome cognitive dissonance. Therefore, they are sincere in their pursuit of truth. Not all Flat Earthers, though, because some are obvious shills. But also, you don't have to be a Flat Earther for me to take you seriously. It's just that Flat Earthers and Ball Earth skeptics that admit they don't know have more credibility because flat earth is the truth but i can't be mad at anybody who hasn't taken the time to look at flat earth it's when you have looked at it and you conclude that it's bullshit is when i have a problem with someone or i stop paying attention to someone there's no use in me wasting my time on someone that can't even admit the truth to themselves that's how i see it flat earth has been everything but proven a hundred percent but what do you expect There's a 500-year-and-running conspiracy to hide the truth from us. It's not like it's supposed to be extremely easy to figure out. That's the whole point with truth-seeking. People have covered up the truth, and we are trying to uncover it. It's not supposed to be a piece of cake. So leave your ego behind if you're really about the truth. Because this is bigger than all of us. It's not about me. It's not about Eric Dubay. It's not about Jaronism. It's not about who found it first or whatnot. It's about the truth and getting it across to people in the most successful way possible. And that's it. All I want is to see people wake up and take their power back. At least take their minds back. That's where the power is. That's what they have done to us. They've taken our minds. The flat earth truth does away with all of the mind control. 
It does away with the bogus theory of evolution. It does away with the dinosaur deception. It does away with the lie that there are aliens out there. And though we still end up with more questions than answers, our minds are freed. And that's how real change is going to happen in this world of ours. Thanks everybody for listening. This has been ODD TV and I'm out. Interesting. So, on the right hand side now, mm-hmm. this guy is got his 100% proof. Now he's got another video, 1000% proof. Wow, that's mm-hmm. 10 times more. But then what I really like is two down from that, flat earth falsities, flat earth in five minutes debunked, but it's a 22 minute video. Right. <laughs> and then the bottom one, which of course I always want to see, must see two rockets hit the dome on flat earth. You really believe they hit the dome? I highly doubt it. But it does have a million, over a million views. Mm-hmm. The, uh, Do we want to waste four more minutes? I, I'd like to watch this. I, I voted best flat earth proof 2017. Uh, it's 10 million votes, or too many views. Two, Jesus Christ. Two million views. Yeah, that's the one. And we both have problems fucking talking. Who the fuck, who the fuck voted for it, though? But, you know, it's the I thing. I, I, I was never part of that vote. <laughs> I didn't vote. Um, yeah, I'm curious. And what was it up one. against? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. The other flat earth. <laughs> oh, hang on. Buzz Aldrin talked in July of uh, Flat Earth. Debunk this if you can, it says. Hold up. No, you hold up. What am I holding up? Flat Earth video 33, the astronaut. And that's a picture of an astronaut and what, a mugshot? The fuck is that shit? Don't worry about that. You gotta stop looking at this. I know, I know. Um, Windows and doors of heaven. Moon, cloud, stars, sun. All right. Two rockets hit the dome on the flat Earth. Six, five vehicles armed. Three, two, one, fire. Missile away. Okay. Rockets going up. They have GoPros based on these rockets. Huh? Hmm. Whose rockets are they? hitting it and then yeah. there's stuff falling you see those yeah. things falling I wonder yeah. if that's that noise from the things breaking apart from when why it didn't, why did they hit. explode mm-hmm. this is kind of weird though because why would it just stop spinning like that yeah. it's the go fast 2014 rocket highest and fastest amateur rocket ever launched Rocket reached an altitude of 73 miles. And then what happened? That's the question. 
still going. Yeah. So I'm gonna quit. Why would it explode though? Why would it? Yeah. Hitting the dome in. It's got dot dot dot. Three, two, one. What well, is interesting? Why it stops all of a sudden? Let's watch again from two cameras. So that's the the one looking up, mm-hmm. or on the side. That is weird. Both together. What is it hitting? It's hitting something that's stopping it. Burn out. Good burn. Copy, good burn. Hmm. Well, the reason I think it would explode is, I mean, it, it's hitting something. Well, and I it, 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 like if you shoot a, a, a bottle rocket at something, it's going to hit that explode. Right. Well, then what's the, what's stopping it though? The dome. I know, but is the dome some sort of like thing where it absorbed it and then kind of stopped it? You know what I mean? Oh, or, yeah. And that's, that's why it didn't explode. But that's cool. Yeah. So that's very odd. Whatever that is, we're seeing now. It's like a. I don't even know how to describe it. So if this is a dome, mm-hmm. this is a flat earth, then what's beneath? Is that is there like a whole nother thing or like you know what I mean? Are we still a flat object floating through space then? Or is space bullshit? It's a good question. Because that's where you have to start wondering. Like, mm-hmm. it's literally one of those things where everything you know is wrong. Yeah. Seriously, I always like think you it's said, what what is? Huh? You know, we're we're the okay. So so this is our dome here. This is us. What's over here? What's next to us? What's below us? I was to say there's anything. Yeah. What, dude, see, this is really, it's odd because <laughs> I've seen all these things where, like, um, uh, so, like, and this doesn't have anything really to do with, it does. Your brain, the, all the stuff, like, Your brain, gray matter? All the stuff moving around, you mm-hmm. know, the, you know, if they do, like, a simulation of it or whatever. Is the neurons firing and shit? Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, you know how they can strap all those things to you and see where, you know, different things that you're watching or whatever sparks different parts of your brain and all this stuff. Well, then, like, how it's done, it's like a web of all this, these, like, I don't understand, I don't know the scientific words, mm-hmm. but then, like, the universe is the same thing. So, like, I shouldn't even be trying to explain it. It's yeah, easier. Yeah, a really I, shitty job. Here, I'll show you what I'm talking about, though. Because once you see this, you'll be like, "Oh yeah, I I get it now." I don't don't know how to explain it though. So give me one second here. But basically, like, there's what's getting at is there's a 
Um, the universe and all of us, basically. Like, we are, we are our own, like, thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Dome explained and entrance to a car, though. No. <laughs> That's the first time I've seen that coincide in a long time. I don't know. I guess, ultimately, what are we thinking here? Do we think the Earth's actually flat, or... See, and I'm kind of... I'm 50-50 still, dude. I, so now I can't find the fucking thing. I don't have enough proof about. to prove yes or no, either way. I don't believe anything NASA says, and all of the fucking pictures and shit that we've been brainwashed to believe are true, I don't believe. You know? Yeah. Well, they shouldn't have to fucking... Fuck with every picture in order for us to see it. You know what I mean? I don't. I still don't understand that. Even though Ray tried explaining that, it just doesn't. Why? Because they come in ridiculous amount of pixels. You're telling me we don't have the technology to fucking put something up there with a camera that can come back with a photo that's a JPEG? Right. Why does it have to be in some other form? I don't get that. So it's just like, why are all these, like, uh, to catch a ghost hunter movies and TV shows filmed at night? You can hide more shit. You know, it's all it is. It's all mind games, man. They yeah. they do it in this crazy pixel, whatever the fuck, so they have to edit it so they can doctor up whatever the fuck they're doing, whatever they're trying to hide or present as the real story. Right. You know. Do you know anything about that uh, Buzz Aldrin one? No. That was like a couple days ago, real time. We can see it, I guess. I don't want to keep going down this rabbit hole, but I'm just curious. We might as well. This is supposed to be a variety of topics. Well, I know, but I get stuck on this one. This one's... 60 years ago. Huge to me. When the Russians beat us into space. We didn't deny Sputnik was up there. We didn't argue about the science or shrink our research and development budget. We built a space program almost overnight, and 12 years later, we were walking on the moon. This is not a joke, Joe. Wait a minute. Ignition. Fairway, Houston. That's your good. Excellent. Do you think Kennedy and the government and everybody and Nixon are going to have this giant thing about America's number one and not have a backup plan of the astronauts die? And it's the only interview he said it. And he goes, there is an obelisk, just like 2001. What the fuck? It's on the moon of Mars, the sole moon. And it's sending a transmission. And it's all real. And it's all Egypt. And there's aliens and everything else. This I think it's some video. Why explore the moon and develop the moon? And steal tax we money. We could do it boldly. together. There's a monolith there, a very unusual structure on exactly this little potato-shaped object. We need $4 billion dollars to go Mars. get it. One. Dan sat in the pilot seat during this operation, uh, sort of monitoring the uh, motion of the vehicle, making sure that it was steady and that the, uh, the you know there were very few... Uh, vibrations of any sort there's a picture of the insect uh so there's never actually anything with buzz aldrin talking no it's like a bunch of stuff yeah. put together i don't like it this is why we don't click on all this other shit i know that's why i said i don't know here let me go back where were we 
What are you looking for? I don't know. I was just, we'll just keep it there. Let me read the next one. All right. <laughs> I mean, we, we can readdress Flat Earth and do like yeah more on it, um, which we've done before, but... I want to do more on it. I, I, I don't know. When I watch those videos and they, like, okay, that one really didn't give us a whole lot of new information, but it does make you wonder, and I think it's interesting to talk about um, the possibility, because what if... What if it actually is? Right. And then, man, I don't know, because it, it makes you wonder, all right, so if it is, then is this flat or seemingly flat object that we call Earth still floating in space as opposed to a globe floating in space? And why not just go with the flat Earth? Why not just teach that? Why t- teach that it's a globe? Well, cause, you know what I mean? Well, the whole religion aspect of it. If if it's a flat Flatter earth. or globe, you could do any religion regardless. I know. I think So I don't buy that. Obviously, religion was created, in my opinion, to control people. Mm-hmm. I would love for anybody to show me how it's not a way to control people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so, bullshit. But I don't see why it matters, because the... What religion says it has to be globe planet? Well, no, just the whole creator, God created the the earth, the moon, the stars, and the planets and shit that go with that side of it. Then it has but to doesn't go. doesn't say that they're round. No, but because that's how they talk about it, and that's what they, I don't know, I'm just trying to say, I don't, I don't know hmm. why. I, that's just my thought process. I think yeah. it has something to do with religion. And if they... If they admit that now they've been lying to us all this time that the earth is actually flat, it'll throw a, a big tizzy in the religion. People think God's not real, and those that believe in God, or they'll they'll think, I don't know, dude, it's just fucking crazy. Yeah. I don't think we'll ever find out the truth. No, but... But I'm so, very curious, though, why that one rocket only went 73 miles up when... And what did it touch that yeah, stopped and, it? And what about all these planes, like when you're cruising at 20,000 feet are you really well how many miles it? is that oh i guess i don't know i guess yeah it's I guess. not that far up um but it's only a couple miles that we're flying see i guess i didn't realize that <clears throat> how many miles do planes cruise at because they're cruising altitude That one says 36,000 feet, but what is 36,000 feet in miles? So we need, like... How many miles is 36,000 feet? Six miles. Oh, my God, that's Almost it? seven miles. Oh, my God, that's so it? So we're never getting close to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's ten times farther uh, higher than yeah. we are. But it, the air is supposedly so thin that... But it, it is interesting because the the video, the thing stops. It hits something and stops. Mm-hmm. Even if those were sound effects that they added in to make it sound like it was a glass dome. Right. It still hit something and shit started chipping down. Because the video, down. you know, unless they sped up that video as it's going up, 
and eventually just kind of loses steam, but it didn't kind of just lose steam. Yeah, it and it just and, stopped. And what's weird is it just stopped and it didn't start to fall back down. It didn't blow up. It just kind of spun there, like just kind of like sat real, there. Yeah, kind of like like and maybe there's no um, oxygen there. There's no gravity there, so it was just kind of floating at that point. I don't know. It's weird. Either and, way. And, and did it just, was it tethered to something? And that's why it stopped so quickly. You know what I mean? We don't see that aspect of it. Did it lose its power at that point? We don't know. Either way, it's an interesting video. When you yeah, see shit like that, it. it makes you wonder, like, huh. YouTube that shit. Yeah. It was uh, the video, if you want to YouTube it, do a rocket hits dome. Yeah. Two rockets, two rockets, one dome. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> If people, yeah, but I mean, you should go look at it because it'll definitely make you start to wonder what the fuck did it hit? Yeah, it had to have stopped for yeah. some reason. Yeah, it's interesting. Let's see that Mariana Trench in the ocean goes down almost seven miles deep, which is where planes are flying above. Mm-hmm. But that rocket made 73 miles. How are they determining that it went 73 miles? Obviously, they had a calculator on the bottom of it. I didn't see all the different things on there, but one of them had to have been the miles or the distance. kilometers. Yeah. And the kilometers probably transfers over to 73 miles. They're probably going by how fast it was going, and they can figure out how long it went to get to how far it went. Yeah. You know what I mean? Time wise. So let's say that's Speed real. Times, let's say it actually hit this dome mm-hmm. on what is going to be the flat earth, let's just say. Mm-hmm. 73 miles is how high the dome is. Which she would never go that far. How far did that one guy go when he dove out of that little thing? Which time I was. You remember that one guy that did for, for like Red Bull or something? He went way up in that little capsule and then jumped out and skydived back to no land. No, Jesus Christ, Dave! I don't watch shit unless I'm here. Otherwise, it's TV shows. I don't, I don't even know how to fucking search it. To put in Red Bull, too. First sent an altitude of 120,000 feet and a six-foot diameter pressurized capsule suspended from a high-altitude balloon. Once at the correct altitude, Baumgartner steps from the capsule and begins to fall. You can actually watch the video. So it's got to be him, then. So 120,000 feet, which is many miles is... There thing right there. Oh, was it already on screen? Yeah. My bad. 22 miles. So he was a so third of the way up there. Not even a third of the way up there. He went higher than airplanes mm-hmm. in this capsule and at 22 miles jumped out and then so yeah, he he still wasn't to the Dome or supposed dome. Yeah, and so he lived to tell the tale. The sun and this moon are floating around in our dome. That's what they're saying, flat Earth. No, it's on the outside of the dome. I believe. I don't think so. I think it was inside. Well, then, if that if it's inside, then the sun is definitely not a ball of fire. It'd be too close to burn us up, man. Seventy-three miles away. Uh, you have to suspend your 
education on how big the sun actually is and how hot it actually is. Well, true. All yeah. that shit could be bullshit. True. true Take true. all those numbers that they told you how big it is and all yeah, this. I don't care about the size. I'm talking about the heat. But maybe. Yeah, but it, you you could. So what is? So it's not a ball of fire, but just like you could have a heater. <laughs> Mm. Turn it up to a certain amount of heat. A lot of fucking heat's coming out of that thing. But this thing is obviously a bright ball of something. How do you get a bright ball of something spin around either within this dome or outside of the dome and maintain it? Same thing with the moon. That gives off light, but yet... Dude, it's just a heat... is it... It's a wireless, it's a wireless floating heat rock that this giant alien guy has. We're just a giant. It's just we're just a terrarium. You know what I mean? Makes you wonder. <laughs> Think like about it. Like at the dude. end of Men in Black with yeah. the alien with the marble. Yeah, I was when I said that before, and you laughed at yeah. me. But yeah, well, oh, no, because it's true. If you really want to break it down like that, yeah. we could be a fucking marble, or we could be a bottle cap. Or Men in Black too, where they're in the fucking locker in the giant alien I'm train. The second one. Yeah, in the end interested. of that, they're in a locker and just giant ass alien hmm. world. It's weird. It is, man. And I think a lot of it is, too. They, they hide shit in plain sight. So, like, the Armageddon movies and look at, all, look at all those movies that came out. Deep Impact, all those came out at the same time. Because I think there was, well, I guess I, I maybe not now, if, depending on if we're a flat Earth, if we're in space or not. But maybe there was an, an impending asteroid, or maybe there still might be, that they were just kind of, hey, this might happen. Or is Day after tomorrow. all bullshit? I don't know. See, that's the thing. We don't know. And if we're in a dome, what's to say an asteroid could break through? Right. If, an, if a rocket can't get out, maybe an asteroid can. Well, like that one thing showed, like there's holes that you can... Oh, yeah, the, the heaven stores or whatever yeah. it said there. Yeah, that's weird. Dude. So then what's beyond that. our dome? And then... And why is there water above it? That's what I don't understand. Everything I've seen, there's water above the firmament. What do you mean? Look at the... Pull up the flat earth... Look. Dome. And then uh, put firmament or whatever the fuck. Yep. Fermentation? No, firmament. That's what they call it. No, I spelled it wrong. There. Flat earth dome firmament images? Yeah, yeah. And there's water. There's Everyone I've seen, there's water. Oh, well. So yeah, click on that one. Alright. Water's above the firmament, see? Where's the firm? Oh, water's above the firmament. Okay. So, but this has also got it like it's a, so there's a dome. The great deep. So what, it's just a floating island or something? This is where it gets confusing for me. Like, yeah, well, this is biblical too, so. So. So this is a biblical sense, but it's not a, it's so a dome it's saying still. The clouds, still the, the moon, the sun, the stars are all within our Dome. Dome, basically. Yeah, and there's only three three holes on the far left. Yeah. Well, that's that's obviously not actual land. No, I'm talking about holes in the firmament. I, I know, but, but yeah. this isn't like, it's not like it's, you know, to the left of a certain... Uh, no, I'm talking about left of the map Yeah. that we're looking at. Um, so, heaven of heavens, gate of heaven. So, the, right there is the... Right on the top, there's a giant hole that says Gate of Heaven. 
So that's where they're saying we go when we die. Looks like there's some holes over here, too, though. Oh, yeah, the darker ones? Yeah, yeah. I guess. That's weird. Well, because during the day. Oh, night. yeah, maybe. Maybe. But... But this also goes with the globe theory, because it's... 60 Bible verses describing a flat earth? Huh. That's interesting. <laughs> But then how much do you really believe in the Bible and right. what it says? Right. Because, let's see here. Let's see if we can just find any that are, you know, citing right away. Job 9, 8, which alone spreadeth out the heavens and tradeth upon the waves of the sea. Okay, that, that doesn't mean, nothing. yeah. Um, I'm going to scan some of these. Okay, Job thirty-seven eighteen. Hast thou with him spread out the sky, which is strong, and has a molten looking glass? Maybe. Means. Hmm. Well, there, yeah, seven and eight, and God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. And God called the firmament heaven, and the evening and the morning were the second day. So that's where it's getting that diagram. It's saying there's yeah, water. The waters, yeah, so okay. we're inside of a bubble. There's water outside of that bubble. I guess. And inside that bubble. The water is the packing peanuts <laughs> of the planet. Yeah, that's um Yeah. Fuck all that bullshit. <laughs> I'm not gonna read the Here goddamn Bible. On it. Oh, yeah, because I'm cork sucker. Let's see here. Look at the flat Earth model one, the fourth one in, or fifth one. This? In. No, one more over, one more over. How's that all about? Blocking object. I don't get it. Unseen light blocking object. I don't know. I don't get that one at all. That's why I want to look at it and see what the line was. It doesn't make any sense. I want stupid. You're a stupid picture. A lot of these things. Confused. I think the the biggest one that everybody says is, well, if it was a flat Earth, why isn't the sun? Why can't it be seen all the time? Well, it's not like this. It's really that small either. Mm. And if the sun's not near as far or as big as the uh, scientists say it is, right. what if it was a lot smaller and not near as high up? Right. Yeah, the lower it is, that's going to be. It's not. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, you can't see it as far away. And there's plenty of times I'll be out during the day and see the fucking moon. Yeah. Well, I if see. I'm seeing the moon right now and it's middle of the day, the other side of the globe sh should not be seeing that moon. But yet, I've always wondered, so are they seeing a moon then? Why the fuck's it over here during the right. daytime? Right, When it's nighttime, is there ever usually a night where um, you don't see the moon? I mean, you know, yeah, it goes times, it's yeah, cycles, but it's only for like it. a day. Yeah, but I can go outside it. for a week and see that moon during the day. During the day, mm -hmm. during the day, and then okay, so um, then let's say you have really cloudy nights that you wouldn't see the sun or, or, or the moon, rather, so you wouldn't know that it was missing from your sky because right. it's cloudy. Right. So there's a if you really want to like break shit down there's a way you could you know create clouds mm -hmm. so maybe when we cloud seed 
and put all the sh- things Chem in there. Trails and shit. It's more so for a different reason, bigger than what we even think. You know what I mean? We right. think it's we're being poisoned. It could be that too, but let's just go with that let's whole. Scroll, scroll down a little. You bit. know what I mean? The whole flat Earth dome thing. And then like this. So if it is, are we just floating in space, or is there, are we on a table? <laughs> like that one there. Yeah. Whoa, what's the hieroglyphics down a little bit? What's that all about? I don't see it. Right there. I don't see it. I don't know what you're talking about. The fucking Egyptian paintings and shit right there. How do you not see that? This one? Yeah. I was looking at other. I was scanning the other pictures. I was like, what's he talking about? Basic observations and common sense led mankind to believe the earth was flat for thousands of years. Yeah, that's So what changed 500 years ago that made everyone believe we live on a giant spinning ball? That's a good question. Well, that fucking... Christopher Columbus, ast- cocksucker. No, astronomer, Nostradamus or something. One of them guys supposedly built a... What are those things called? Telescope? Yeah. And whatever. But see, it's, it'd be a, a large, flat land mass. Yeah. So you could have the sun and moon. That's always one thing that I've... You know, I don't know how to explain other than, well, what's, it is big. What's the new color pick? What the fuck? You like to click on silly shit, Dave. No, I just like looking at everything. That's too small of a picture. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. So like this. Is that what Flat Earth is like? And somebody's like, but why? What's the point then? I don't get it. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, see, they use the word terrarium just like I did. I think that's what it is. We're a terrarium, yeah. Which is like, um, oops, apex. Oh, that's not a good thing. Apex vents? No, just the word apex is not a good thing. Why? When I was drinking one time with Joy and her kids, I was passed out somewhere, and I said, "I'll see you at the apex." And I didn't know. I've never heard of what the apex is. I don't know. I've never no idea where that came from. And then I randomly see the word apex in different places. It's just strange to me. But you have no idea what. Yeah, no idea. Yeah. We're going to look it up. A P E X. Yeah, I know. Sometimes my fingers don't. The top or highest part of something, especially one forming a point. This really doesn't mean anything, Dave. (laughs) Like, Mm. for what you were saying. I'll meet you at the highest part of something, especially one forming a point. Yeah, well, uh, that one there says reach a high point or climax. So I'll see you at the, see you at the climax. Yeah, yeah. see you when we book. Basically, so like know, if man, you were, weird. like you could. Oh, so this is what I'm saying. So let's say we're floating around that. So there's a giant. It's a giant spaceship, basically. It looks like a giant jellyfish. That and we're yeah, that's our dome. Mm-hmm. We're in that. So there's really nothing. It's it's just a ship or something. Like, what if that is what it is? And that's how we're going through space. And we left someplace like a Mars or or Mm -hmm. something. I don't know. It makes you wonder. Honestly, it almost is easier just to believe the fucking globe theory. You know what I mean? It's just easier. Because that's what we've been... What if you had a kid and only taught them the Earth is flat? Right. And then all of a sudden, 
some asshole they get on YouTube and they're talking about the globe and all this, wouldn't that they be just as fucking like the opposite of what we're doing now? Like, what? Is he, yeah. Maybe it is. Maybe it is the like. Maybe we are on a globe. You know what I mean? Wonder if they mm-hmm. would. I don't know. I just don't understand why change. Why explain it as a globe if it's not a globe? And if it, you know what I mean. And then why so many questions about there be this being a flat Earth if there wasn't. The science doesn't hold up for globe Earth, so, and then why are all these maps the wrong, different continents the wrong right. size? Why right. not make them two size? Like not obviously two size, but you know, make everything make it all scale, you know, scale yeah. properly. Yeah. yeah, but they don't know. I swear to God, they don't know, and that's why they can't do shit like that. That's right. why every fucking map is because nonsense. everyone's lying, and they don't know who's telling the truth and who's not. So is this like, in this picture, is this all our garbage, just where it all goes? Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, yeah, is this fucking thing just floating around Earth, or is it, what is it? And when they take that picture of globe, they're taking it from up there down, and then they, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And why don't we ever see... Uh, Images, no, I, I get it. It's NASA, United States. We only get pictures from the globe, Earth, of the United States. So how about we see something else? I'd yeah. love to see something else. Yeah. You know, we don't yeah, ever see that. Every picture is is the United States. You don't. You're right. You don't see any other thing else because because it doesn't exist. Hang on. Oh yeah, or you get sometimes that, but that, or you usually get this. Yeah, the United universal, you get the universal logo. <laughs> you know. Hmm. I don't know, dude. And why is the United Nations logo flat Earth lo- uh, map basically? You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And if you do take the flat Earth map and then the rotation of the sun and the moon based on that dome or whatever. The sun goes around basically the equivalent of what would be the equator, which is why that is the hottest part, because that's where you're the nearest point to that whatever that object is. That ball of light. So then, in reality, we could actually get to the moon because it's within this dome. Yeah, yeah. You could go to the moon, but the moon's well. That's the thing. Is it an actual moon or is it a hologram? Because remember, I showed you the mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, the, all the fucking the, the, the lunar wave. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what is that? You know what I mean? What? Well, yeah, there's a lot of weird shit, and no explanation from anybody. Hmm. Oh, it's a globe Earth. That who? Why has nobody ever fucking explained that lunar wave? Because I think that's something that needs to be fucking explained. Have they talked about it since? Who? NASA. Anyone? Has anyone explained it since it came out? Lunar wave, not a hologram. People say these are rocks. Bullshit. Suck a dick. I don't think they're talking about the same thing. About the one underneath the moon waves, lunar Mm -hmm. waves, explain the hologram holographic. 
be aware of this. I made this announcement for a while to try to find. Curious to see that one. What'd you say? No, I was looking at the uh, the one above the lunar wave confirmed. The first video, the one, one above that. Yeah, I was looking at that one. And hologram stupid theory, put in its place. Hmm. I don't want to start watching those videos. But I don't know. What if the moon's a magnet? That's why when the moon comes out, the waves come further up on shore and whatever else. So the moon's some sort of magnetic thing that's going around. The sun is like a really bright LED. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So floodlight. you would still have your flow of water to explain why the tide comes in and out from night to day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because they, if you go with the actual what we were taught in school, the gravity from the moon is what makes it that do that. Right. So it's a magnet. It's a giant magnet. But if it's it's within the dome, how the does it stay is, where it is? Is my question. Well, yeah, not only that, but well, if it's a magnet, why is why is water? Water's not fucking conducive to magnetic stuff. True. You know what I mean? Hmm. It's water. What's what's in water that's magnetic? Nothing. Yeah. So, or, but gravity. What is see? I, I'm telling you, you almost have to re-educate yourself completely. Yeah. Everything that we we like, we call gravity. We think it is what it is. But like, what if gravity is not real? What if that there is no gravity? That? Well, it has to be something. Why are we staying here? If we, you know what I mean? Like, why are we just? If we're in a dome, what keeps us on the ground? Why don't we just float up like a balloon? Pressure. Kind of pressure. The, the dome is sealed. There's pressure, just like when you put pressure in a, you know, like you put air? seal a pop. You it's fill yeah, it, fill yeah. It with air or bag of and chips it just or holds something. it down. Yeah. Hmm. It's interesting. Don't think it makes sense. You know, that's why they have to like depressurize the chamber or whatever the airlock chamber, or whatever the fuck it is. And why, when you go hmm. underwater, there's so much pressure underneath water, where you can get the bends and shit. And why your ears pop when you go up and down hilly roads and mountains and shit. The pressure changes. Yeah. Or buildings. Yeah. Hmm. So I don't think it has anything to do with gravity. It's pressure. It's weird. It's interesting. Think about a plane. They have to depressurize the plane also because you're going up into more pressure. I don't know. It's weird. So then are the planets even there, or are they just fucking... Probably not. Paintings on the dome, or something. You know what I mean? You can't even see them, though. It is weird. If you look at, like, flight path... Flight paths... Flight lows, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're like... They don't... So based on the globe Earth, they don't fly... Based on that. They don't fly north and south, dude. That's what bugs the shit out of me. That's what's weird. That's To me, that's very interesting that they don't fly a path that if you looked at a globe, put the globe on your desk and said, all right, we're flying from here to here. But the actual flight path is completely different. Yeah. Why not go over top? Why do they fly the way they do then? 
Because that's a jet stream. That's the way that wind goes north or east and west. doesn't go north and south. So if you fly north and south, you're going constantly getting battered by the winds going east to west, is what I've been told. I don't know if that's true or not. It kind of makes sense. No, I don't think so. I said kind of. No, not a lot. I don't put a lot of merit in that. So, I just don't... Um, hmm. The other thing, too, like... Okay, so if we are in this dome, then we obviously create the weather and shit. Why why do we create tornadoes and, and hurricanes and shit? Is that just fucking crowd control? control yeah, crowd control. Well, not, not like people, tons of people die every time. Well, look at tsunamis, man. Well, what, what's an earthquake then? What's a volcano? Same thing. Well, I mean, what's the purpose of it? Why have those things? Uh, crowd control, bro. Which means it's all controlled. Yeah. Somebody's Somebody. controlling it. Yeah, someone's got that fucking red button that says nuclear, a blue button that says weather, and green button that says aliens. And it just pushes them and fucking shit pops down. I don't know. So it's kind of like, um, man, I don't know. It seems like such a stretch, but at the same time, I don't know. I kind of want... I kind of want Ray back here and and in studio and then just start yeah, hitting he, all of these flat earth things. But he's a mouthpiece, though, dude. He works for the man now. No, he used to. Uh, I think Here's he's... Here's the thing. I think he's still going to... He's t- convinced on it, but I'd like to bring in Fetzer then at the same time, who says that we never went to the moon. I mean... NASA is, just fucking said it. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. we can't. Yeah, so wh- why doesn't anybody question that? Well, if you're saying right now we can't leave this part, then how the fuck do we get to the moon? Mm-hmm. If you just said we can't leave beyond a certain point, but right. if the moon is within the dome, we could. Well, then yeah, yeah. Except the moon isn't what we think it is. The moon is something else. Right. So then, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So if I took something. Let's think about this now. If the dome is 73 miles up from wherever they were... Right. Because obviously there'd be a certain point where it'd be maybe even higher. If it's higher up, or shorter, depending. Or, yeah, right. depending on where you're at. And depending on how you shot your rocket, what direction or whatever. Oh, I shoot my rocket. Okay, not <laughs> gay like that. Or sexual, but... So... If... Let's just say... Hypothetically, it's 73 miles, no matter where you're at. Somehow, mm-hmm. we would it would be 73 miles to get to the hit it. If the moon and the sun is within that dome, then how far up would they be? You know what I mean? That they're yeah. circling. And then, obviously, you'd have to figure out how big the flat Earth is. You know where the dome right. comes down. Obviously, it'd be right. like Antarctica, that's ice all around us. Right. Then you could figure out about with that with the height of the dome about how high the moon and sun is. Then you could figure out based on how big it is and how far away it would be within the dome, and figure out exactly like how big this thing actually is, as opposed mm-hmm. to what they claim it is. Yeah. 
But then, well, it'd have to be at least twenty-five miles high, or anything higher than twenty-five miles, because dude was twenty-five or twenty-three miles or whatever. Yeah. Well, I would, I would say it'd probably be closer to like sixty, seventy, or well, so if it's, miles. If up. it's only seventy miles to the top, yeah, but the, you then don't it's know. Gotta be, where was that rocket shot from, though? Right, right, right. But even even if it's from the the highest peak of the, the America uh, of the Earth, mm-hmm. seventy miles up, well. Let's just say that the sun is two miles long, or two miles high or wide in total. It has to be at least 71 miles or lower, because otherwise would, it'd be hitting the yeah. fucking dome. It'd probably actually be lower than that, because the higher up it is, everything would be with right. light. So it actually right. has to be lower. So, But it's more than 22, because... Dude would have melted supposedly if it was a well. I must the sun was at the other side right. at that point, but it was daylight, so the sun had to have been somewhat closeish. So maybe what fifty miles, give or take. So if you have an object in a dome that's fifty miles high, but yet it can be dark on one half of this, that's a pretty big fucking dome. And then what made the dome? How do you make something that big? Because it had to be so big that it could be. Daylight here, dark on the other side of this flat Earth. Mm-hmm. Yet you can see the fucking moon while it's daylight, but you don't ever see the sun while it's midnight. Right, which is weird. Why is that? That's lots of questions, and I don't know. It seems like Bill Nye should always have fucking explanations behind all this stuff, but. It really doesn't make sense. Mm. We take what they say to, like, truth, but how the fuck do they know? I've always wondered this. How the fuck do you know? I swear to God, um, they just make shit up. They, they just do. make numbers up. They made shit up and 500 years ago and to sell a narrative for whatever reason they were trying to push something and Control. they just have to stick with it. So yeah. why then... You have people like Neil deGrasse Tyson going around. So we have all these globe pictures of this mm-hmm. ball Earth. Mm-hmm. And then you have Neil deGrasse Tyson out there saying, well, it's not actually a ball. It's more like a pear shape. Okay, then let's see it. Let's see the fucking pear shape. Then I asked Ray. What the hell? My phone apparently uh, heard, heard you and wanted to ask uh, what you were talking about. Sorry? <laughs> yeah. It is weird. It does that quite a bit, it seems like. But I wasn't anywhere near my... No. I don't get it, man. I must have said a key word. Yeah. Because we're talking about Flat Earth. They're like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, yeah. Listening in, and there's a glitch. Uh, what was I saying? Uh, oh, near the guy's they Tyson. Right. Yeah. So, and then uh, with the with the pear-shaped. So, here's a guy who is revered as being like our fucking current-day pop culture science guy. Astronomer, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. And then you ask Ray, well, all right, well, why don't we ever see pictures of this fucking like uh pear-shaped earth well because it's not so like so when they take the picture of that globe it's more like an egg mm-hmm. but it's not so much that it looks like an egg it's you know because of the gravitational pull around the whatever and yeah. it, it's stretched out a little bit but it, so it looks like stewie's head but not quite that yeah kind much. Of not quite footballish okay but that's different than the completely, pear-shaped. It's completely different than completely so, circle. Yeah, and that's not... To me, it's like, okay, you give that explanation, but it really doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. there's they've, So much is not true that we've been taught in school. 
uh, so much the government hides, if you want to get into false flags and all this other stuff, why right. do all these things? What's your fucking end game here? Why does everything need to be a secret? I understand you want to have a fucking airplane that no other country has, so you keep that a secret. I, I just don't understand why does it matter? Why do you have to fight those motherfuckers over there? Because they have something you want? Like, it, it whole thing seems pointless. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't get it, dude. It, we never will, because they're going to continually lie to us about whatever the fuck they It really makes you just about. be like, fuck it, I just, I'm done. I just want to be done. I don't want to deal with this anymore. Count myself, go to the next step, whatever that is. Either reincarnation if that's possible, or do you leave this place and go somewhere else? Or is, is just that complete it? blackness, nothing. Right, that. how the fuck do you know? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, it makes you, like, and maybe that's why they create this globe Earth, and we have, potentially, there's all these other planets we could go visit, and it gives you hope then, because reality is, there is no hope, this is it. I don't know, it's a way to control. Maybe that's what they want me to think. See where we start getting into this, mm-hmm. like, where it becomes too much? Yeah. And that's when we say it is. we have to end the episode because yeah. it's too much to fucking... my head's going to explode. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm confused. And, uh, I don't know, dude. Flat Earth or not. It's know. weird. It's all fucking weird. I dude. like the idea of being able to go to another planet or that there's aliens and shit like that, but... And there could be, even with the flat earth and the dome, mm-hmm. they could be coming in and out of this dome. There could, uh, but is, I don't know, there's too many questions that we'll never get an answer to. Right. And I just wish it wasn't nonsense, like filled with nonsense with all these YouTube videos that contradict everything. And then Neil deGrasse Tyson and Bill Nye, the science guy, all, all these, they say all these other things and that nobody can really explain anything. Right. Everything's made up, dude. Dub, Are we yeah. even alive? We could be like the Matrix, man. We could be Sims. sleeping and just fucking <laughs> be going through the motions and not know it. What's the point, though? What's the whole point of all of this? No one knows, Just a dude. giant science experiment? Pretty much. For who? That's what I want to know. Whose science experiment is this? Buddha, God, Jehovah, Jesus, What's who knows, dude? Real? That real? The spaghetti monster guy, what the fuck his name was? Obviously, that's not real. Lizard Scientology. Obviously, dude. that's not real. Obviously, Scientology <laughs> isn't real. I mean, here's the thing: they all these religions, every religion has a creation date. Mm-hmm. Every religion, there is a date that was created. Earth was around before all of these religions were created, so all religions are bullshit on that alone. Christianity didn't start. You know, I love the oh Christianity when their whole Bible with the creation, whatever. Mm-hmm. But yet, Christianity itself didn't start until, you know, what? Uh, not even. I don't even think it was a thousand years ago. Yeah. It wasn't even around. But yet, somehow they know this God guy came and just created all this shit. Like bullshit. We have uh, Buddhism that's been around a lot longer. Mm-hmm. Hinduism, all that stuff is way older, but yet it all has a date of when it was started. Yeah. And Earth was around before that, so you know what I mean? Just depends on what How season does anybody Earth is even right believe now. in any religion? How does anybody even believe it? 
I don't know. You're asking the wrong guy. Because it needs to be a, it should have been a beginning. Like Christianity then should have been around your Bible. All that should have been around as soon as it was all started. But it wasn't. That's not the creation date of it. Or is all that bullshit too. All these creation dates that they claim this was religion was started on this day. Yeah, write that down. We'll get Fuck on that, that next. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, lots of questions here. Yeah. I don't know. Mind blown. Thanks, Dave. You're welcome. Thank you. Hello, it's me. You know, indoctrination started while we were still naive. Programming our beliefs. And that inertia is the reason we don't feel the earth spinning. Hello. Can you hear me? Did you ever stop to question the confession of gravity as a theory? Funny thing, force alone can be explained with buoyancy and density. The sun is closer than what they've told us, not 90 million miles. Hello from the inside I'm here to tell you not to lie And there's a space probe And those planets you've loved So wandering stars Operations
so Paul Michael Bales made a diss track about me. Him and Neil deGrasse Tyson think they can rap now. Okay. I'm in. Hey, what's going on? What's in that now? I'm flowing on with a song for your mom. Tell her Earth's flat and her ass is the bomb. Tell her Iraq cells cracked by Ron. Tell her I'll be back with a smack for a son. Then tell her she's fat like a renaissance cunt. Tell her she's whack like a 90s pun. Then start the whole when the rap's all done. Tell her all that, then tell her one more. Tell her that you were the son of a whore. When she asks Sue and tells you to snitch, tell her that her son is a son of a bitch. Anyway, it's me, Yoga Guy, weaponized version 2.3. Here to bring truth to the unwashed masses, force you to put on your daily glasses. But you see, cause I write, there's fucking flat all across the night. Hitler was cool and not a bad guy. Tell me the truth control of your mind. Mason's a tool, sing a fellow behind. Jesuits too, they're the Vatican kind. The presidents come from a royal bloodline. Well, the Jews choose which fool's ass is a sign. The government's leading in mafia crime. So we're broken down, we control over the mind. They probably would kill me for making this rhyme. And when they do that, they think that he a sign. The two was right all along the whole time. Once you go flat, there's no going back. The plan of attack is stick to the facts. The whole thing will fall when we give up the ball and prove that the earth isn't moving at all. So it's time to commit, put an end to the shit. Draw lines in the sand, take sides with the fan with the minds. If you can show lies from the man, realize that the plan is to take all they can. Educate yourself first, then take a stand so you can demand the truth and command the proof in your hands when news on the damn else you can remain calm and say you're all wrong. It's a fact that hurts this flat, bitch. NASA stole trillions and gates. You see, GI bits.
by Dream to Reality Entertainment. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the D2R Podcast Network on iTunes. Give us a rating and leave us a comment. We'd really appreciate it. Your word of mouth is our only advertising, so please do us a solid. Share us with everyone you know. Thanks for listening. <laughs>